Hi, I'm Brandon, and I love Plex Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Plex Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and which one was Plex again? And this is, is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. <laughs> Brandon and friends host his podcast. <laughs> we hope you like this jolly podcast. <laughs> Well, hello, oh, man. party people. Party it's another people. Monday. Yeah, it is. We've, all, I mean, we've done some big stuff. We so, have you know, done Prime. Yeah, but we got to Plex. We got to Plex by week wow. three. But there's a reason, and we'll get to it in a second. Yeah. I watched it on Peacock. Yes, it's so, now I mean, everywhere. Yes, that's right. Sure, it was originally yeah. just dibs. a play. Yes, right. Yeah, now it's in, getting now it's, the uh, That's how. That's well. That's when you know it's good. It's, it's so everywhere good, but... aside from the Megaplex. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice dude. It's not uh, in theaters anywhere. Good. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good whatever. evening and good night. Good night. Wherever you're listening to this, um, Alonzo. Hi there, buddy. Uh, happy Monday Hello. to you. Happy Monday. Happy How's your uh, January going, Brand. Uh, I know you've you've had a cruise, you had a flu, like you know, uh, how are things? Yes, I am uh, I'm doing much better. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, he's got a lingering and, uh, cough. You might hear it's it. It's a lingering a cough. Lingering it's cough. a lingering cough. Be okay. But uh, I'm doing quite well and I'm excited because it's Decky's week. It's Decky's week. Ooh. This Thursday, 3 days. Wow. From the prestigious 4th annual 5th annual 4th Fourth annual, I think it's Deckies. Uh, I, you know, I should pick up my souvenir issue of Us magazine. I'm sure it would tell me which year of the Deckies it is. I think it is the fourth annual Deckies. 21, 22, 23, 24. We did not do it in... A, we, did we do it in 20? <laughs> it might be the fifth annual Deckies. No, I... <laughs> yes, Sarah? No. I was in the audience twice, then I produced one. Okay, so this is the fourth the annual Deckies. We have right. confirmed Woo. it. Okay. And here's the this deal. The uh, I'm sure it's been nonstop at your house, Alonzo, because uh, last Thursday when Dave White found out he was nominated oh. for oh, a decky, yeah. I'm sure you've not heard the end of it. We had to hire a publicist. Yeah. And it was like well, you get the one outfit for the deckies and then another outfit for the Vanity Fair deckies party. And, you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, look, you've won in that category before. You have. It's so, true. So it's true. And, and I never lore that over him or anything. What's, no. what's and, better and for you if you if he wins as well and then you can, like, be a household full of winners or to be able to hold that over him for the rest of his life? I mean, you know, I, I'm kind of a winner either way because either I get to sort of like still gloat about my triumph or I can finally sort of quash that undercurrent of seething resentment I feel from him all the time. Yeah, so yeah, it's, and, it's all good for me. Yeah, either way works for you. You'd, you'd be happy for him to keep that seething resentment. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I got to be honest. I, I We don't get to vote on these things. It's purely the double-deckers. We don't know. I try to stay out of it until I get the card actually in my hand to announce the winner Marco as best I can. Anyway, and uh, I, I just, man, the, the, it's just going to be high drama in the Duraldi household and the Duraldi White household. Excuse me. <laughs> it just you, is. Yes. It's, 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 it's just, I, I just, because on one side, the, this, that category stacked. Yes. So, but on the other side, two Decchio winners under the same roof. Right. If that happened. Hey, and look, it's a it's an honor just to be nominated, which yes. I can say because I won. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you're no longer eligible because you're an actual co-host. Yeah. You're a friend. Yeah, exactly. No longer I, an I, intern. I, I work there, so yeah. Brandon and friends. Yeah, you got a ten ninety nine everything. You, I mean, yeah. you just. <laughs> 
<laughs> serious stuff now. Yeah. Um, well, really excited for Dave and really excited to see how it all shakes out this Thursday. Uh, live. Nine p.m. Eastern. Nine p.m. Eastern. Deckdollar.com slash deckies. It's going to be a mm-hmm. a really good time, I think. Yeah, I uh, think you it know, is. You never know what's going to happen. You, you never know who's going to show up. Um, we do know who's going to show. Well, I mean, oh, you mean on video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Well, you're right. Yeah, or yeah. just like in, in person. Gym, you know. Yeah, yeah. Got a lot of guests to show it, up at lined up. I have in put out an in person request um, for the uh, the owner of the Red Lobster on Pleasantburg to show Dude, up. Dude, if you get him to, to, to come <laughs> And I don't know if he's going to come. He hasn't. He hasn't said one way or the he other. He hasn't said one way or the okay. other. Because there's no seats in here. It's pretty tight. <laughs> well, he'd get to come. He'd yeah, get he'd be in the yeah, I got you, of course. Yeah, we can get Brian out of here. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> well, and his name is Brian, too, which oh, is actually really cool. It's, it's oh, awesome. who would even notice? Brian from yeah, Red Lobster. Who would even notice? Exactly. And I do think, like, anybody... If the option was to replace our Brian with Brian from Red Lobster, I think, I think everybody would be I like... I think even Brian Harold would be like, you have to for do the bread, that. For the bread alone. Yeah. For okay, the Cheddar, Cheddar Bay. Bay biscuits involved. Come for the on. Cheddar Bay biscuits For the bread alone. alone. You can keep the fish. Cheddar Bay biscuits, <laughs> please. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about Marcus Rosner. Uh, let's talk about Coupled Up for Christmas. Um, this actually was a movie that I wasn't aware existed. Me either. I, didn't, I don't really know much about company. Yes. He's in a lot of these. We're dear friends with Marcus. He's wonderful. But I didn't know that he had churned this one so out. So I'm minding my own bees uh, <laughs> a couple, you know, or over the holiday season. Yeah. And I, I get a video uh, text message out of the blue from Marcus. And um, I think I do think we have that video. We have that. Go we ahead. have that video. Yes. Brent. Dan. Brian, it's Marcus Rosner, coming to you from one of the most Christmassy places on earth, Rockefeller Center, and uh, I was inspired to make a special request to you to see if you might be willing to watch our Northern Gateway films and Real One Entertainment produced Christmas flick, Coupled Up for Christmas, uh, available right now on Paramount Plus, uh, Plex, and Peacock. Uh, it stars myself and Sarah Canning. Very proud of this film, produced it myself along with our team at Northern Gateway, and uh, I was really hoping you'd give it the full deck the Hallmark treatment. Pull no punches, I know I don't need to say that to you, Dan, but uh, yeah, I'd love that. There he is. Marcus is doing great there. I'm not convinced that's him. I think that is Christian Bale in wow. Method. Christian Bale <laughs> is doing a Method acting role. Uh, playing Marcus? Playing Marcus Rosner for just that video. Very specific. Um, <laughs> a great what, jacket. It is. It I, is a great I, jacket. This is what yeah. I, and this is what I uh, sent him, and I want to put it out there on the record as well. I said I love that jacket, and then I sent him a picture of this jacket, and I said a one-for-one trait, and he said deal. <laughs> so whenever whenever he's ready to yeah. make good on that deal, I think we're ready to go. But we, we have those bomber jackets laying around here. We, we got... we. <laughs> We 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 grossly overestimated how many people wanted a bomber jacket. Yeah, we did. Uh, hundreds <laughs> lying around, just lying around, ready to be shipped. Dagdahomer.com <laughs> slash shop. Please. It is my favorite piece of merch we've ever done. Please. Aside from the picture of the pants on a shirt that says my pants, obviously. <laughs> um, Please buy the bomber jacket. <laughs> So it keeps the lights on here in the studio. We don't have the space. I'm being moved out of my office because we bought so many bomber jackets. Um, anyway, we heard the uh, he challenge. A different one every day. I do. You could get one worn by brand. Yeah, I'll sign yeah. it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. This one's a little too small for me. I like to see if maybe I'm getting any. The smoothies aren't. <laughs> the smoothies aren't working yet. 
It's early. We're it's doing early. a thing. It takes a while for a thing, thing to, for take, to take off. Two smoothies a week. That's going to fix our problem. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any twenty Reese's cups? That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one per sip. That's anyway, exactly right. Yes, exactly yeah, yeah. right. So one dessert. It's so one for one meal. Anyway, we heard Marcus's uh, challenge, and uh, we said uh, challenge, challenge accepted. accepted. Um, and so here we are, the third week of uh, January, uh, <laughs> to do coupled up for Christmas. It originally aired on the Plex on November first. 2023 to win a little something like this. Uh, we kick off with uh, potentially the fastest meet cute in the world. A woman named Tiffany is on a bench sketching a hot Santa. A guy named Peter sits down and she awkwardly thinks that he's about to hit on her, but he just wants to tell her that they accidentally switched luggage. Awkward. Uh, she gets home excited to reconnect with her long lost love, Goose. Goose. Uh, except Goose has been gotten. <laughs> She's <Cooked>. shot. <laughs> She's been cooked. Oh, that's good too. The Goose got got. The Goose got got. Uh, she's shocked to see that Goose uh, have brought a girl home. And uh, they are quite the item. Apparently, they're all spending Christmas together. They do this every year. And she was planning on telling Goose that she loves him. After all these years... I'm ready to tell you how I feel. I love you. We find out that he actually did that uh, before going to the Peace Corps, and she said, uh, no go. But now she's ready to kind of uh, make make good on that. And so she is uh, shocked. She can't believe it. I can't believe Goose has a girlfriend. And so she goes to the bar to mope and sees Peter there, who is also moping because he came into town to win back his ex-girlfriend. But now she has a boyfriend herself. So they decide that the best course of action is to do a fake relationship and uh, hope that it makes their true loves jealous. The family is shocked when she returns home with a boyfriend. Uh, Peter is there. And as I asked, my boyfriend, uh, Tiffany explains. Is he Irish? <laughs> my boyfriend. She, it's my boyfriend. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they do Christmas activities, obviously, um, which are a part of the Christmas ball, but they aren't the Christmas ball. That's later. It's all, it's all connected, though, these activities. And... Um, so they first they do some uh, snowman de- uh, snowman stuff. They decorate Christmas trees out in the open, and it's at this Christmas decorating contest that um, she uh, he sees the ex girlfriend, and she comes over and is like, "What are you doing in my town?" And um, he's like, "Well, this is my girlfriend," and she's skeptical that. He has a girlfriend who also happens to, to be, live yeah. in my hometown. As she should be. Yes. So she's skeptical. Until she witnesses them singing Christmas karaoke together. And you can't fake it. No, you can't. And you can't. She's like, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Think you need a new one. Here's the thing. We want the real Avril back. We know, we know that Avril, oh my uh, that specific year, went missing. She's been replaced. They're all aware of it, right, Aaron? One hundred percent. Are we starting a new podcast where we deep dive into the Avril Lavigne? Avril Lavigne is where, is, Lavigne is Avril? Is, where it's just, I will deep dive about the that. The current Avril yeah. is not the real Avril. This is absurd. <laughs> she you went missing. Are, in, lost your mind. She went missing in 04. Something what? like that. She, 
I heard she died. Yeah, I think she would die. And her her body double, like they paid her to take over, and that's just that's why her hair is so this blonde. Is abs- it's why you no. guys are you lost your mind. <laughs> you think the real Avril would would marry uh, Chris Kroger? I think so. Yeah. What about, what about Chad Kroger? Dang it! Chris Kroger <laughs> is the founder of the Kroger grocery stores, um, but he did write photograph. <laughs> anyway, um, bring yeah, Avril back. It's, it's, Avril's here. Don't be a hater, boy. We'll see you see later, you boy. Later, boy. Um, <laughs> Tiffany's snooping around and discovers. This may be my favorite moment of uh, of, Jane, of the of twenty twenty four so far. Wow, the whole thing. Good. Well, not the hater, but that was terrible. The whole thing. <laughs> Tiffany's snooping around. Chris Kroger, especially. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing so good with the cup. <laughs> oh, the music's gonna run out. Alonzo could have showed up 30 minutes late. I wish there was someone else in the studio who could have written a synopsis. (laughs) Tiffany's snooping around and discovers an engagement ring in Goose's bag. Uh, She decides, she's obviously sad because it's like, oh my gosh, she's really moved on. So she decides to try it on. And trying it on, it gets stuck on her finger. And so she goes downstairs, she's like, Peter, Peter. And. Daniel, let him get through this. Oh my gosh. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. You were so fast on that. It was the way you said it. Peter, Peter. Come help me. They go outside, put, does the classic put the hand in the snow trick, which shrinks your hand. Let's, I, I don't know if that's how that works. But anyway, in doing this, the ring does come off, but it looks like Peter's proposing to uh to her and uh her mom is watching from the window and it's like yes they go outside they're celebrating and so now it's fake fiance situation um she has a heart-to-heart with goose and the girlfriend watches this happen and is like they clearly have chemistry uh then peter's ex shows up (laughs) man the peter peter pumpkin eater Sounds like things are getting complicated. (laughs) So complicated. That's the thing. And I'm like, why? Why'd you have to go and make those things so complicated? I I see the way you're acting like you're somebody else. It's getting me frustrated. So frustrated. Um... There are more, but we'll get to them later. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Let's get to them now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Honestly, really proud of you for knowing that's an Avril Lavigne song. Yeah, I'm here to help. Thank you. Um, so then Peter's ex-girlfriend, Chris Kroger, <laughs> shows up, and uh, she's now single. Tiffany tells Goose, Goose's girlfriend, uh, that she's happy... <laughs> Tiffany tells Goose's girlfriend that she's happy for them, but spills the beans that they used to have feelings for each other. She did not know this. So she is now putting together. They had feelings. Also, they had big sparks when they were talking at the kitchen. What am I even doing here? Um, So when he proposes, she says no and runs away. Peter leaves and uh, with his ex, because now I guess they can be together. And he's like, you know what? You didn't like you don't you don't like me. We, like we're not a good fit. You never want me to do flowers, and so 
He's like, this isn't going to work. And I also think that I really like Tiffany. So he runs back. Goose and his girlfriend make up. They double propose to each other. And Peter shows up at the Christmas ball. They tell each other that they like each other. They kiss. And that, my friends, was Coupled Up for Christmas. For for Christmas. We did it. We sure did. Uh, Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll break this movie down with four segments. Here on... Deck the Deck home. Hom- I'm sorry. I paused too long. So pregnant. <laughs> I just want to clear something yeah. up. The, <laughs> the pause was. The pause was so yeah. pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about a couple of for Christmas. It's uh, time. <laughs> it's time for the hot take, uh, Alonzo. What do you think about coupled up for Christmas? Marcus Rosner wants to know. Look, I, I love a fake fiance <laughs> movie. That's one of my favorite uh, tropes of these goofy things. Uh, even though at the end they're going to get to a point where you know, honestly, you're never going to find me faking. Uh, oh! but, uh, Hey! Yeah! He acts like he's over the bits, and then he's like, surprise! Got him! He's here to shred. I he's love here it. to shred! Yes! Just wanted to see if you were paying attention. Oh, yeah! Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I'm not mad at this movie. It's it is it is slight and it is not reinventing anything. But as a let's do this trope movie goes, I thought it was done pretty well. And Rosner and Canning are old, you know, veterans at this. They're pros, and um, she's really impressing me as one of the people in these movies who's willing to uh, do comedy. And it's like if. Like Nikki Deloach and Ashley Williams, whom I love, are going to really just go hard on like the sads. Then we need a new crop of like your your Vicks and your Sarahs here to really like you know bring the chuckles. Uh, I like this movie overall. I I, uh, I thought first of all. Uh, pretty funny. Like I, I really I thought uh, Marcus in particular got to do some funny comedy stuff, which was great. Um, there was a time towards the end of this movie, like we're we're pretty deep in, yeah. and and Dan and I are looking at each other and they're like, are they gonna like? I don't are know they if gonna we actually thought it was gonna happen? But we it, did say it, out loud, is this gonna happen? right after they do the pinky promise yes. with the kiss on each side? Because those sparks were legit. We were like, wouldn't it be something? Wouldn't it be something? If they actually... If these shenanigans worked. Yeah. Because here's the thing. like the first time ever. Like, on one one hand, that would be amazing. On the other hand, so much for my happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't do that. Um, And, you know, the way that the movie ended was was whatever. Um, But overall, like, I thought it was really, really, really solid. And um, I'm happy that I I got to watch this movie. Of, Of... the Marcus Rosner movies that I've seen over the past three months, this is my favorite, favorite one. Dana? I, I think that is an obvious statement, the last one. I think, here's the thing. I, this movie's a mixed bag for me. I think some of the characters' motivations go anywhere from like unhealthy to psychotic in this movie. Um, and, and it's, of the fake relationship movies, the people that like the two leads, their reasoning for it is bo- like it's Norman Bates. Low. Like Sarah Canning is funny in this movie, but she's also psychotic. Like, uh, you know, I, I think, that, you know, when she puts the ring on, when she's just like, no! on, I'm like, what is happening right now, bro? 
Um, but not only like th- that, that is, that's tough. Some of the actors that aren't ABCD on the call sheet, you can tell we're brought in on, on the cheap to just try to like get this thing done. Um, but they don't have the budget of a Hallmark movie and that's evident, but you know what sticks yeah. out as being very well done? Number one, they let this fake relationship bit go on the appropriate amount of time. It's not a, a device to get these two people to go do uh, cookie decorating and Christmas tree lighting and to fall in love for an hour 20. They are both characters an hour into this thing are both still convinced that they're supposed to end up with their exes. And I, I found that really, really impressive. It does have two moments that made me laugh out loud. I never laugh out loud in these movies. Um, I think both Marcus Rosner, who doesn't get to play funny a lot, and Sarah Canning both had really good comedic timing. And also, it's clearly very cold where they are. It is clearly Hmm. cold. It is real snow throughout the movie. Sometimes you get some little flakes in the background during the scene. So from a Christmas feel standpoint, while some of the decorations seemed like... Did we just put up a, a, a folding table and a sheer tablecloth out in the middle of a... Yes, we did. But the real snow, real cold helps this. So the leads, their commitment to the bit of the fake relationship, and the real snow is all great. The movie's kind of... I think its budget holds it, holds it back, but I, I do think movies with two, $3 million budgets could look at this as a good blueprint of going, you don't need all of this money to make something that can fit in this genre. I, I thought, yeah, I thought it looked really good. Like, uh, yeah, like yeah. just v- visually by and large, I felt like this was on par with the Homer movies. Like by and large, what you see, they, there's clearly skimping on cast background yes. actors. And I'm just, yes. I'm just talking about the look of it. Like I thought but like the house was nice. Yes. The bar looked good. Yeah. Yes. Even the, like the goofy outdoor artificial Christmas tree decorating thing. Yeah. It looked like there plenty was plenty of questions yes. there. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, in fact, the things that don't work for this movie, aside from how extreme some of these characters are going for someone that is literally not them and has told them no, uh, is is the fact that when they try to kind of square peg round hole a Christmas feature, like the decorating of the tree, like that stuff... The movie's Christmassy enough. Like the the stuff for the snowball is the worst part of this movie, um, and, and so that's saying something. But I will say this: Rosner getting to play and be funny, great, um, and, and their commitment to doing this and how it looked also great. So not my thing, and plenty plenty to pick apart, but. Considering the budget and everything involved, I, I you know you could do a lot worse. And no one said golf game. No know? one said golf game. No Let's one said a game, a game of golf. Yeah. <laughs> no one said that. Which we found out. <laughs> can we so say, say no? Okay. So you're happy. You're happy that you can do that. Um, it's time for the all the feels part of the show. It's where we uh, share. Well, what gave us feels? Any Christmas feels or, or anything of the sorts, Alonzo? Uh, well, to piggyback on what Dan was just saying about the the actual cold, like, yeah, I wrote down <clears throat> among my feels, visible breath. Yeah. Um, and th- there's an actual emotional scene taking place in an actual snowfall. Like, there, when he's talking to her about his past and the snow is swirling around them, like, oh, my God, this is the thing that movies will, like – shell out crazy money to try and fake and they're just getting it like they they they've got it there and so i was really impressed with that um 
I, I love comedy of mortification. I love like where people are just embarrassing and digging themselves deeper into their own hole. And this movie committed to that bit, which I liked. Um, and I have to say the Yule log thing for all of the tree lightings and cookie decoratings and mm. carnivals or whatever we've seen is we, that was a new thing that I'd never seen in one of these movies before. Thing. Kind of a cool tradition. It, it, they 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 used it as a way to communicate plot and character things, um, and it was just you know novel. So I just yeah, think I, they I, didn't yeah. quite. I really wish that would have been at night, like uh, the yeah. fire roaring. I sure. th- I think that is. I liked it though as like a Christmas device of yeah, pouring one out yeah, for your homie. Correct. You know, it's like I can like make a tribute or something. Yeah. Like that's yeah. nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's never good enough for Daniel. <laughs> Someday, not everything can be a night, Dan. That what you're describing is better than what we see in the movie. In the movie, she's holding a stump or a little tie, like a thing, and going, "Look at these things I drew." He draws one, a thing. She, don't, you don't even get to see it, and then they chuck it in what we think is a fire. Like it's not like everyone's sitting around with marshmallows and s'mores and, and chucking their logs and going, "This one's for, for such and such. This is for this, this is for Chris Kroger." How how dare you violate the Yule Log ceremony with a marshmallow? That is just... Oh, you can't eat anything around the Yule Log? I'm out. I'm out. How how could you even think of it? (laughs) I hate to find out that Chris Kroger just passed. That was actually just tough. So let's just take a moment of silence. Yeah, pour one out for Chris Kroger. We have to go Krogering. Um, uh, To to, uh, Alonzo's point, I love it when uh, a a character makes a mistake and that mistake snowballs. I I think it's just always funny. And this movie has one of the, the, the best incidences of this that I, I can recall where she puts on the ring and you're immediately like, don't do that. Yeah. And then it gets stuck. And so then she runs outstairs and then they go outside and then it looks like a proposal and it's just all getting away from her. And that whole sequence of like two minutes, I like just worked for me. Anytime a movie is actively getting me to move, like I'm like, no, um, you're doing a good job. And so that, that whole sequence really worked for me. Dana. Um, I love, I loved when Marcus Rosner said, catch you on the flip. Uh, I, I thought that was a legitimately funny moment in this movie, and it felt like it wasn't written in the script. It very well might have been, but a really good throwaway line that caught me off guard, and I enjoyed that. Never have much. you felt more like Marcus Rosner. That's right. You love saying anytime If somebody like, if I say something and somebody didn't respond, I always go, good talk. And then when I, when I don't hear anything else, I go, catch you on the flip. I do that all the time. So I appreciated Marcus. Uh, very much there. Catch you on the flip. Yeah. Uh, well, let's catch uh, the listeners on the flip. On the other. <laughs> oh, Thanks. yeah. That was we're, a good one. We're break. taking a break. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, here, take the hallmark. Take the hallmark. What's up, you DTH sickos? <laughs> oh no, man. <laughs> you know, Brand. I don't. I really can't join you there. Normally, I I, I, I kind of say I'm with you, but there I, I just can't do it. Okay, that's where you get a no but instead of a yes and. That's right. Fair. Um, well, let's no but our way into the wait what. It's where we talk about what in this movie. We just go wait what. Alonzo, anything stick out to you? I gotta say, I didn't find a ton of them. I mean, like you know, yeah, the 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 movie asks you to sort of accept this fairly extreme, you know, premise. But once they commit to that premise, everything that happens sort of 
unfolds in a way that that makes sense for it. I think um, for me, the big one was in the you know we're in the we're in the, the the Christmas tree contest, and one of the teams is the the sister and the bartender, and they start putting the lights in the middle. And uh, listen, wh- how what what there is not only are they putting the lights in the middle. Brandon and I talked about this. They are putting them, one of them's putting it 40% up, the other one's 60% up, which is bad. Worse than that, you can't do that at the same time. You cannot put, look, my kids love helping decorate the tree. When I start stringing lights up, my kids are asking, can I help? And I'm like, you can hold this bundle of lights as I string them. But if you get on the other side of the tree and try to string lights while I'm stringing lights, you've got yourself a mess. An absolute mess. So the scene doesn't make any sense because they're lighting from the middle. It doesn't make any (laughs) sense because they're trying to do it at the same time and at different locations on the tree. It was meanwhile. Meanwhile, Sarah Canning is deciding that she's going to hang garland vertically. Oh yeah, we got there. (laughs) Vertical garland. Saw him live. I was like, "What's going on with the garland?" Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Everyone deserves to lose this contest. Maybe that's a Canadian thing. Maybe they do garland <laughs> vertically. And their toilets go in the opposite direction. They sure, they sure do. You guys with your vertical garland, your health care. <laughs> Weirdos. Weirdos. Um, anything else, Alonzo? Uh, that's kind of it. I, I like. Wow. I, said, I, I mean, you can you can point to the general absurdity of the premise, but once that premise gets rolling, everything that happens within it feels like it's under the umbrella of, well, this is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a few. One, um, I'm not upset Hot Santa exists. <laughs> I do want to know why Hot Santa exists. Why is this guy trying so little to look like a legit Santa? To like, have that as your, the first scene of the movie, too, makes it seem like this movie is going to be a lot like more slipshod well, than I, it is. And I thought he was going to be a part of it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Chekhov's Hot Santa. They never right. they, We hear his That's real right. name twice, right. but he, there's never a payoff. There's Hot him. Santa. You and I saw Chekhov's Hot Santa live. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What was that? December, December of 16, 16. 16. That's right. Yeah. And we'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Right. They broke up Four right after it. Somebody shot right a gun out. in there. We all had to get out. Whoa. <laughs> I guess it's the third act. <laughs> That's exactly right. He didn't get the joke. Brand didn't get the joke. That's the best part. Sorry. Go ahead. Is this like a, a Lincoln bit? Chekhov was a playwright. Yes. And Chekhov's gun is the idea that when you introduce something in the first, oh, if you nice. introduce a gun in the first act, you have to fire it in the third act. That's right. Oh, so nice. it's, it's a it's a screenwriting reference to like if you're going to bring up Hot Santa early in the movie, that there needs to be right. some reason for Hot Santa to exist by the end of the movie, and this one there isn't. Yeah. yeah. No, and I, I, I got that, but I do appreciate you explaining it for the folks at home. Um, it's my pleasure. So <laughs> there is a uh, a friend and a bartender. Who also, by the way, I thought they were going to be a, a sea love story. They weren't. It just they just kind of existed in this movie. Um, but they they're having a conversation about what's how this is all going to shake out. And the bartender's like, they're gonna they're gonna end up together. The people that are in the fake relationship, they're gonna end up together. And the friend is like, no way, that's gonna happen. And so they make a bet about how this is yeah. all going to shake out. Later on in the movie. Um, they're all they're together the the those two and then uh tiffany and the friend goes to tiffany help us settle a bet (laughs) that's the one way you can't settle that specific bet. you gotta let that bet play out you can't because now 
What like that's not what the bet was. The bet wasn't what do you think Tiffany thinks is gonna nope, happen? Nope, nope. The bet is what do you think is gonna happen? Uh, what will Tiffany do? Yeah, what do you what is it, what are you what is she gonna do? Uh last but not least uh, the, the 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 conversation that Rosner has with his ex girlfriend, uh, where they kind of is kind of like, hey, like we're not like yeah. this is just isn't going to work out. Fine conversation. Um, interesting that it happens in the middle, middle of the, of the road. street. That's right. Middle of the street. <laughs> One, an interesting place for that conversation to happen. But two, really tough afterwards. Like, what do you say to her? Like please walk in the other direction now. Like you're, you, you are both in a tough spot with that conversation happening yeah. in the middle of the street. You were yeah. walking down the street. We were both going this I'm way. Gonna give you five, what you, I'm like, going to give you five minutes. I'm just going to sit with my I'll, thoughts. I'll, you get a five minutes. You go to that side of the street. I'll stay on this side of the street. I don't know but what you do. Why is he walking in the middle of the street with his luggage? Yeah, you have to why? sometimes. You have to. Uh, Dano? Um, Didn't see Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I may I suggest to you that the theme for a snowball being an old fashioned Christmas is the world's worst idea. Um, mainly because you have to handwrite everything, and, and that's one. Well, here's two, the thing about that: is you don't. They just decided you. They have decided to. you had to. That's exactly right. Uh, uh, I believe it's Goose says his parents have been on the ski slopes since 6 a.m. Are they night skiing? This is Canada. Like, you can't possibly get out there at 6 a.m. and think the sun is out. It's not safe. The slopes aren't ready. They're not prepped for that. They're not. They're not. Um, We have to camp on two things, and they're both occupations. The first is Marcus Rosner's character, is he's considered a workaholic in this movie, which is a riot if you've ever met a workaholic. And secondly, he's on his phone constantly, and then we find out he's on a florist he's a florist listen this is not to denigrate florists who have a very important job but what could, like you, what could you possibly be doing round the clock on your cell phone on christmas eve as a florist who is not in the town of your local business how, how many things could possibly need to be taken care of at that point at that date those poinsettias are not going to dance off the truck themselves. I'm just saying, he's got if, a, he's got a if this was December 1, or if this was the week <laughs> before Valentine's Day, you could make a case for, I'm busier than anybody else here. This guy is acting like, it. look, I'm the straw that stirs the drink over there. They can't run a florist <laughs> shop on Christmas Eve unless I'm there. And I'm not there. And so I got to be here. This dude, them. This dude is playing a design your perfect bouquet game, game. That's and what calling doing. it work he's playing florist dash yes on his florist phone dash. yes that's what he's playing yes um and as okay, much small as the, business owners just so you know dan and brand do not respect what you do or your uh, well, importance to the community hey, we're true. about to flip it right now don't Maybe worry notaries too as much as they oh hold on well, notaries. Yeah, notaries suck i think we all can agree uh, don't say yeah. that's just yeah. us we all can universally agree you know what the worst notaries have no worth no value the worst being on this earth is what's that it's a whale notary <laughs> Uh, uh, so, yeah, no, no. Hey. <laughs> what is your name? How do you know that I was a notary? 
But you're not a whale. You're a whale guy. I'm a whale guy. Do you know any whales that are notaries? I misunderstood what you said. Yeah. And you, that would you. be tough. That would yes. be tough. Yeah, those yeah, yeah. Old, waiting for those little fans to alone. stamp it. I don't even know how they would. Wait, whale guy isn't a whale? I, never, I missed that. All. No, the whale, whale guy is a guy. I, I love whales. whales. That's right. I work I with them. Guy. I sound a little okay. more like Brandon than I thought you well. would. Um, not to denigrate. Oh, uh, man. Okay. Okay. Are we still doing this? <laughs> And stamp. Whale guy, you're up for a decky. How do you feel? How do you feel? You're up for an actual decky. I can't handle that. Yeah, no, none of us can. This is, I don't am, know I really you got am I really? Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, You're going to lose, though, because Christmas, uh, Brand losing his Christmas spirit is also up for oh, a decky, which I'm thrilled about. Yeah. I'm thrilled that was about tough that. for everybody. Yeah, it was. Seeing that Did happen. we not nominate the sandwich from that movie? Because I'm really still we upset about that. We didn't nominate the sandwich, oh, which is man. unbelievable. Um, so if you think this movie reveres the florist as the number one occupation in the world, they hate accounting. Um, <laughs> they, if you're an accountant and watch this movie, they say so many things. Someone says, well, I- I'd love to do what I'm passionate about, but instead I'm an accountant. And then the response from Rosner is it's hard to be passionate about what you do when it's accounting. What Gu- guys, there are really great accountants who love what they do out there and and like are very very important to what the rest of us do. I bet I bet when you some of them aren't serial killers. Yeah, I bet, I bet when you're texting your florist shop people at 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve that your accountant's going to need to know about all those receipts and you would hope that they're passionate about that, not feeling like they've reached the dead end of not dreaming big enough. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me right now, movie? Like, you can't. Just- okay, that's clumsily phrased, but he's saying that obviously her passion is art and that she is turned correct back on but instead of to, saying hey it's clear you're not passionate about accounting he says right. it's no hard, one could it's, be passionate it's hard yeah. to be passionate about accounting why why people love numbers numbers are some people's art like it, they just are like i like you can't Actually, do that. Sometimes, sometimes you're an accountant and a super assassin, like yeah. Ben Affleck as the accountant. The accountant, exactly right. yeah, he movie. was passionate about his work. Love that movie. Yeah. The great movie. Also, you you can't tell. Like, I just it's so wild to me that accountants are all painted out as people who really wanted to be something else, and it just didn't work out for them, which is crazy to me. Uh, people say that about film critics all the time. Yeah, that's true, and you don't like it, I bet. Yeah, because you're living the dream. This is, an a- this is an actual line in this movie. I guess decorating all those orphanages really worked out in our favor. <laughs> And then she goes, and the kids, too. Yeah, yeah, she pauses, and then she's like, and the kids, too. But it's it's a, it's, it's, it's something um, that, that they say, which I can't believe. Uh, I, uh, I can't believe this guy just has been waiting to propose all week and can't wait another hour until people aren't busy decorating. <laughs> He's waited all movie long. He's waited for a week in the cabin, and then everyone is busy. They're up against the clock, and he's like, I can't wait another second. I got to ask you to marry me right now. Nah. Ruin the whole thing. Like, you you literally, that's the one time maybe not to. But I will say this. Goose is the best dude ever because um, – uh, Sarah Canning's character basically says, I've created an entire fake relationship, tried on your <laughs> ring that you were going to give, um, 
just so I could get you back. Then I professed, I told your current girlfriend that we had feelings for each other. All of that in any other movie would get some sort of just fury. And in this movie, he's like, well, yeah, I mean, like, you know. bro, you've, you've, you friend zoned me our whole lives. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who do you think you are? I yeah, am. Them's the breaks. Yeah. You know, he, he just was so chill about this. I, I couldn't believe it. And did you um, try on the ring? Did and <laughs> all of this clicks in for Marcus Rosner when he opens her sketchbook and sees a sketch that, and I quote, might be him. <laughs> this sketch is this sketch is very generic. Might be him as a quote. No, I quoted myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. I quoted Holy myself. Holy uh, cow! Yeah, yeah. Might be him. Um, I didn't know who said it. He he opens up this sketchbook thinking <laughs> that she doesn't like him. Looks at the page and sees something that looks kind of like him, and is like, she loves me. She loves, he says the line out loud, I believe. And I quote. And I quote, and he quotes, and they quote, she loves me. And that is all he needs. He is walking down the street, sad sack Rosner with his suitcase, realizes it's hers, sees a sketch that could be, it, she, she's sketching hot hot Santa. It could be any number of, of, of bearded men. Very man. well could have been the hot Santa. And, and she, he is so convinced that it's him. And it just doesn't look that well, much and, like him. And even if it is him, she did sketch hot Santa earlier. That's right. So it's not like so the idea she that now she loves him is just crazy. It's crazy. That's all I got. It's time for the and I quote what the hallmark segment. It's where we wonder what could have been. Maybe I guess what the plex uh, perplexed. I don't know something like that. Uh, we'll wonder what could have happened. It's a really good. Thank you. Um, any questions that we still have that we would like answered, Alonzo? What perplexes yeah. you? Well, you set on it earlier, Brand, which is the sister and the bartender. Like that, there's yeah. some major chemistry there, and it, it is. Yeah. Set but up I like, wasn't oh, the only one picking up on what it was. No, they were putting no, down. No, no, absolutely. I'm like, okay. Once they get to like the second hangout, I'm like, oh, well, these two clearly are gonna like get a place in Stowe, Vermont, or something. But yeah, no, we. <laughs> it, it, it is the movie just drops it, and I don't know why. It's a great, great, great. They're gonna get a place in Stowe, Vermont. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do want to know just to like a little bit more about this bar. Uh, what, what is it called again? The mule tide, the mule tide. Is it a Christmas pop-up? Is it yeah. always mule tide year round yeah. with Christmas beverages? Um, because that sign does look pretty permanent. I don't, I don't know. Here, they only do mules, like yeah. Moscow, Irish. Well, that was Scottish, my thing sure. was, and then someone orders a mule, and she's served what maybe a margarita and a mojito got yeah, together. Like, yeah. it's not like, you know, <laughs> there's no mules in the movie. But anyways, it's very clearly a Christmas-themed cocktail bar. Um, is it that all year, or or do they change it? Yeah. Uh, Dana? Um, there's a scene early in this movie, and I believe it is Rosner's ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend. Uh, follow that? Who is who is they're supposed to be decorating a tree and he is there's a ladder they bring out on the right. ice and there's a tree and then we we pan away and we come back and we see him falling and and the tree is at a perpendicular angle to the ladder which means i guess that he was on the ladder it started to slip he grabbed hold of the tree fell to the ground and then we never see him again <laughs> 
the rest of the movie. They say he's in the hospital, and then they say we broke up, and we don't see him. And I just want to know how that guy's doing. Well, he's dead. How's like, he, that's why they, they, how's, it's easy to break up when you're dead. How is he recovering from that week of his life that went from seriously <laughs> dating someone to fall, Dude. hospital, broken up for the rest of his life uh, this guy is going to be like what if i hadn't fallen yes she, what she if i a, hadn't fallen she pulls a total new gingrich on him basically <laughs> and like while he's in in the icu is like yeah we're i'm sorry it's not it's not me it's you well, and we're done here maybe like in like 20 years hallmark can do a mystery with a serial killer and we find out it's him and he's like in the christmas of 2023 my week started off great <laughs> that, that you wanted more of this character is maybe the most brian harold thing you've ever said I, I i want the fact that he disappears and had the worst week ever means either i want more or we we just need some justice for this guy. I want to know did did he get broken up to in a hospital? Yes. Day? Or how far? How long? How far out of the hospital did she wait? <laughs> no. Like you, if, if it's same day, yeah, I got away another day, and then the next day you're I probably don't just need like more boyfriend hijinks from that guy. <laughs> I just need to know this guy took it on the chin more than accountants in this movie. Like we needed something there. Either while his ankle was suspended, or perhaps when she was like wheeling him out to the parking lot and said, she "Yeah, just we're done." Pushes just, up. We're done. Gave, gave him a push and walked That's off. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, classic. It's a good. So kind of push and break situation. Yeah, for sure. Part of the ice. Yeah. Uh, next next week we're heading over to QVC. QVC again. Easy. Question of chives, I believe. Right? The recipe files. Ooh, the recipe files. <laughs> With Ashley show, Simpson, an hour and twelve minutes. Like I don't know. One? I mean, I hope so. With, uh, oh, it's longer. Uh, with, with Ashley Simpson. Wow, should have saved all that Avril stuff for next week. <laughs> it's evergreen. Don't worry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we will be back next Monday, and of course, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Until then, maybe we're the first to wish you a <laughs> Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.